Hello. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome. When Kelly and I recorded in person back in 1995. Back on vinyl. I... We used to, um, because we were in the same room, we could, like, make, uh, making eye contact is possible and different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard on Zoom. And we would start the show in a, in a different way because we could do that. Yeah. It's hard on Zoom because it's, like, you, yeah, there's not the natural, you can't, like, catch somebody's eye on Zoom. Yeah. You know? Which is, like, I mean, imagine all of the office the office people and the flirting they haven't been able to do. Yeah, that is so true. They just do it on Slack. Ugh, that sounds horrible. Trust As an avowed me. sexting hater, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I mean, Slack flirting is kind of interesting because it is a little bit like Elizabethan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, or it's like, not Elizabethan, it's like, no, but it is hand. like, it's like, it's, it's, it's very much like you're recording your words, but also it's like, it's not innuendo in a body way, but it's like, you can't be like, you're on Slack. You can't be like, I'm just thinking about your <laughs> naked body or like whatever, which is normally how I flirt. I'm thinking about the <laughs> corpus. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Ugh, sorry. I'm picturing sorry. you laid out on a slab. <laughs> That's how Kelly Obviously, flirts. I'm not good at flirting. This is not a shock to anyone. Well, maybe start with Slack. You do a couple different emoji reacts. I do think a big part of my, like, my inability to flirt via text is my ineptitude with emojis. Because sometimes I'll read, like, my roommates, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, you're just, you're, I think it's like, it's so much has to do with like gender play and it's like, you're really asserting a femininity with emojis and I just don't use emojis that frequently. And so like, like I'm never going to be like, just throw in a swan. And that's such a like being like, I'm girl in a way that I think yeah. is helpful. Yeah. I mean, some, yeah, you aren't really an emoji person, which I think is a, honestly a, a plus. Thank you. I see that as an asset. Um, but it is an important, it, it is a, an important part. It's the subtext. It's the subtext. It's the subtext. I wish I was more. And then I think it's like, even if I'm texting with a stranger, I'm like, they're going to know that planet's <laughs> sticking out like a sore thumb. And it's like, they don't fucking know you actually. So yeah, they don't know that you can't. Yeah. Like they're not you're being the, like you're the party lotus meme. flower. You're the party meme. They don't know that I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know how to use gendered emojis. Yeah. Um, no, that's very funny. But I think it's. Um, I do think it's a plus. So, and hi everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast that also touches on other things, <sighs> like you just heard. Like you just heard our wondrous, our wondrous and wide world. Yeah, it really is. Sorry, I had like ramen and dumplings for breakfast. I feel crazy right now. Yeah, um, this is also like, <clears throat> just to say this is kind of an old school vibe. We've been recording so much in like the afternoon and evening lately. Yeah. And we used to always record in the day. And this is now, yeah. it's about like noon for you, 1130. Almost. And it's like 2.30 here. It's an old school yeah. vibe. This is old coffee. school vibe. I kind of like it. Maybe we should go back to this. Yeah. I mean, I do feel crazy, but when don't I? <laughs> We're all a little mad here. <laughs> um. <laughs> I love the new Wednesday. Adam's show. That's what I was talking about. I said something about we're all a little mad here. I forgot. I was like making fun of that kind of person, but the person I was with didn't understand what I was talking about or like that, I, that that was a person. And I was just like, this is all falling apart. And now right. I see like, Oh my God, really awful. Um, yeah. I said something like that. I, I said, um, the like normal's just a cycle on the washing machine or whatever. <laughs> to me, that's such an iconic one. <laughs> didn't hit. 
That is so fucking funny. That Did is not so hit. funny. Me at work just scrambling behind the bar being like, so actually, um, if you, uh, this was a, an era in culture. <laughs> They're like, please oh shut up. Oh my God. You just come back, me. like everyone thinks you love Jack Skellington <laughs> or whatever. Oh my god. You'll never beat that accusation. <laughs> I'm not beating the Jack Skellington <laughs> accusation. She not beating the Sally accusations. I thought of last night as I was feverishly trying to go to sleep is that I've been um so this sorry, and then we will start the show. Sorry everybody, but I um my hair is like I <laughs> I'm just excited to see where this goes. Listeners and people who are my personal friends know that it is one of my huge pet peeves, and incorrect or not, when people say I'm a redhead. Yes. My hair does is a warmish, even when it's blonde, it's like a it's like a honey blonde. Yeah. But I will still stand by the fact that when my hair was blonde, it's like not it's not red. It's just I agree with that. You you you. When you were blonde, it was it was like a very strawberry blonde, but it was like very like sissy spacek to me. Yeah, it's it's. But and now you would like, never be like sissy spacek as a redhead. It's just it just really bothered me, probably because my mother's a redhead. Anyways, no need to delve. We we shan't. But now I I've like been doing my roots, and I just like have like it's more of a, a brunette and blonde combo and. Last night I was like, I fucking beat the redhead act. I have the allegations. I have not. I was picturing myself in court. I was like, I fucking did it. Like I'm putting my hands on my face. And I, I'm no, that is the meme. Exactly, exactly what I was going for. So I just feel really, um, I feel relieved. Um, I haven't heard that in quite in a few months. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways, just exciting news uh, legally from from me. Yeah, from the front. Um. Anyways, uh, shall we do a couple quick service stories? Quick, yeah, we'll keep it tight. Um, Mine is just to say that um, I think I've said on the podcast how badly Mercury and retrograde. Well, we're Mm. both ruled by Mercury in our star signs. Well, fucked. Well, fucked. Um, It affects me usually pretty intensely, but this one just over the top, quite frankly. And number one thing, Saturday, crazy service. Really weird. Yeah. And I think the harbinger of it all was one Miss Ella M. Hoff who came in with her boyfriend. I said, get out. Get out. How is Ella M. Hoff not a she they? I think she might be. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. I'm not sure though. Yeah. I don't know. It might just be knitwear. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, The knitwear line is they. (laughs) <laughs> the knitwear line is they them for sure a hard they them um and then yeah she can kind of you know whatever um and then last night i had just a spat of like like so many first of all wait 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 sorry i have to back you up can you yeah. give me a little more detail about ella um i really can't because it was I had come in to work dinner, so I went down to the basement immediately to do prep for dinner. Yeah. And she came in, and nobody told me. And then... um, What? And then uh, when I came up, they were like, you know, I was getting, setting up for dinner, and then someone was like, ha, 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 Ella Emhoff. And I was like, when was Ella Emhoff here? And they were like, she just left. And I was like, no, what the heck? There's no security? Like, there's just... Just chilling? Maybe outside. Yeah, maybe outside, but I also don't know how big the threat to her life is. She is also, like, she has the thing of, um, like, old school pop stars, not commissioned, but um, works in her favor, many doppelgangers. And so if you're a shooter. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're coming in. I'm going to get her. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Wait a sec. And it- <laughs> Sorry, that's just the most annoying person I've ever seen. Sorry, that's <laughs> no, sorry. different. No, okay, you're fine. You target. can live. You can live. It's fine. <laughs> okay, sorry, continue. Um, and also it's just so funny, like, again, as I've said on this podcast, like, this role, my role in this workplace, like, I'm not, like, intentionally aloof by any means, but, like, I'm just, my coworkers know me much less well than I have, mm. like, 
historically been in the workplace. And, um, like recently my GM to me was like, um, well you say like political stuff. And I was like, (laughs) what? Because I really don't. And, um, and then like later we were talking and I was like, and I just was like, that's so funny. You think that. Okay. And then, um, later we were talking and I was like, well, there's just like not a lot of straight male energy in this kitchen. I was like, of course, like you're going to have a crush on X person. And, uh, and she was like, see, like that's political. And I was like, that's (laughs) political. I was like, Oh brother. So I don't think people knew political. So (laughs) people didn't know how much it would delight me. Like no one told me because they didn't know how much it would delight me to see. Oh God damn it, Kelly. I need you to get more closer with your fucking coworkers. I know. I'm going to go in tomorrow and be like, by the way, did you know during COVID I raised a quarter of a million dollars for service industry workers? Yeah, that's Uh, right. Yeah, Lead with that next week. (laughs) They're like, what? Um, sorry, I'm guashing right now. Gouaching? <laughs> gouaching. Um, I'm gouaching. I just, the stone feels good and I need it right now. Sorry. Guys. I know. It is a nice way to wake up. Do you do it with oil though? You don't, you just rot on Yeah, it? I have some oil, but yeah. Um. I have knots in my face. Yeah. You know what's nice? If you put it in the freezer first. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, short story long, um, my fault <laughs> is, uh, and then yesterday, then also Sunday, Chloe saw Jessica Chastain random. Oh shit. What's she up to these days? Well, Chloe said she's stunning in person. Of course. Um, her friend's bar was hosting, uh, like a play rap party and it was like Jessica Chastain was randomly there. It was like Hari Neff's play and then Jessica Chastain. Oh, I don't know. Like how, how do these friendships form i don't know i don't think we want to know and it's probably you know this comp this publicity company yeah. and, the, the, the. and this uh, you know um <gasps> sorry no what? this is why we shouldn't do it during the daytime because this is my prime this is when my brain is working i know this is the, the thinking best. hours these so are the this thinking is hours. this is this is why this is not a good idea but what do you what do you think about this okay think about this think piece and you'd have to actually like do on the ground research so it won't happen but like what do you th- is this controversial? We'll find out. Okay. You know how in like the 50s and 60s or whatever and still happens, but like yeah. to a bigger degree they would be like, "Okay, this person is going to be dating Marilyn Monroe, you know, like yeah, yeah, they would yeah. swap stars, like Natalie Wood is now going to be with yeah. whatever to boost." And they do that now still. But um and I think especially when it was like r- gay rumors or whatever. Yeah. Right? Um, do you think they're like doing that with like queer stars and regular stars and like friendships? Oh, 100%. I think friendships are. Like that's the new. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I think, and I think not limited because actually the reason I say that is I was just listening to a podcast where they were like, why in the past week, all of a sudden Nicola Peltz, who is married to Brooklyn Beckham, and Selena Oof. Gomez are uh-huh. yep. not only saying they're best friends, they're acting like they have like a storied friendship. Like Selena Gomez, yep. I guess, posted something. It was like, like, <laughs> I get why they say we're a thruple. Like we yeah, are joined yeah, at yeah. the, and it's like that. Nobody. What? I yeah, think who? it's a little too like in the era of Dim Juan, in the era of, you know, everything like I think dating is a little passe and it's like yeah and people are ready to recognize oh that's just a PR relationship yep so okay, I think friendship forward. yeah I agree with that all right we nailed it okay sorry continue with your story um then literally just to say last night I go to a movie Zach Cherry a not famous actor is watching mm-hmm. the movie um mm-hmm. with me um mm-hmm. And which was PR just very funny. Coordinated. Yeah. <laughs> My best friend. Um, no, he and I are best friends and um, click the affiliate link for our cards against humanity <laughs> expansion pack, which we are always kiki in about. Um, <laughs> um, which was very fun. Just very funny. Like my friend was in the movie theater and was like, uh, there's someone here who's famous, but I can't remember his name. And then I like fake scouted better seats for us. 
because I was like, I will, I will know his name. And then I was like, it's Zach Jerry. Confirmed. That's. <laughs> um, and then we walked over to Corner Bistro to get a burger after the movie. And uh, Patty Harrison walked in, another uh-huh. not famous actor. And yeah. then um, we were like, that's so funny. That's Patty Harrison. Like, da, da, da. And then I'm also on the phone with my, with my soft mommy, my phone, texting you. And yeah. <laughs> my two friends that I was with, they were like, oh my God, Emma Stone just walked in. And I'm literally just not paying attention. And I go, who's Emma Stone? So loud. <laughs> and you're like, can you ever shut the fuck up? <laughs> So funny. I was like, oh, right. Emma Stone, the very famous, like, Oscar award-winning actress. What was her... You're an idiot. What was her hair <laughs> like? Uh, it's, like, her classic duo of, like, a little bit of, like, a longer bob, the dark red hair. Like, uh-huh. almost banana curls, but, like, you know. Oof. Interesting. All right. Well, she Which I think of as everybody. her, like, classic look is, like, a curl, yeah. dark okay. red. Right. Um, yeah, but yes, just to say also, yes, there's like this, and it's like, why are you two together? How did you two end up? Yeah, wish you the best, I guess. Um, wow, well, that's very exciting. Um, I have an unexciting quick story, and then we'll get into our topic, which is also exciting. Um, I was out with a new friend not university affiliated, so very exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were walking around downtown Eugene, Oregon on a Friday night, which is to say everywhere was closed for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm... anyways, all the restaurants and bars decided to take like a two week break like now. And I was like, okay, tight, but I would <laughs> like, like to have absolutely a drink, perfect. Anyways, um, so we're bobbing around and my this friend is very cute and she's an artist and she's like, let's go into this bar because they usually have like art on the walls and like, let's go see what it is. And I was like, okay, I love the spontaneity of youth. Um, so we walk in and we look at the art and it's bad, obviously. And then we kind of like walk back out and there are two guys. So like pretty quickly in and out. And there are two guys sitting on a little like picnic table, like seating outside of the bar. And we start to walk out and these, this guy's like, Hey, sorry, can we ask you a question? I was like, ugh. Oh, brother. What? Yeah, boy. And he's like, why did you guys leave? And I was like, um, well, we just came here to like look at this art and then we're done. So that's like why. And then the one guy starts launching into the store. He's like, okay, I was asking because like one time I was here and like I was standing at the bar and I like the bartender like would not notice me or give me a drink and like just didn't get me a drink the whole time. And it was so weird and everybody noticed it. And they're like, why does that bartender hate you? He's just like not noticing you or giving you a drink. And I was like, okay, so you're, you're remembering something that happened. (laughs) Who knows how long ago? Years maybe. And you're wondering if that applied to us. And you can't forget the one time a bartender was mean to you. What is wrong with you? Are that you insane? That is very funny. And, like, just too, like, not, you know, they weren't even, like, young or had any business speaking to us. Um, and then one guy was, like, kind of, they were kind of talking to us. And he was, like, oh, what are you, you know, what are you doing? I was, like, oh, I'm here. I'm studying folklore. And he's, like, oh, that's cool. What are you going to do with that degree? You're going to do, like, mm, like, corporate like storytelling and like retreats and I was like definitely I said I would blow my brains out if I did that and he goes which one I was like either you're like I'm going to be running the ropes course at (laughs) Mac uh when I leave what the fuck are you talking about that's corporate storytelling is the first thing that comes that's to your really mind? fascinating. I mean, I know Eugene is the headquarters for like Nike and obviously there's a lot of tech out there on the West coast and stuff, but it's like, that's so random that that, yeah, exactly. That you would be like, so that'll translate well into, the, into corporate America. I think I'm like, first of all, if you're trying to pick us up, which that's the thing is like, I fu- nothing makes me crazier than when a man speaks to me and I don't know the angle. I'm like, are you guys right. offering to buy us a drink? Are you guys trying to hit on us? 
There's no, there's not, are, you haven't even introduced yourself. You haven't told me your name. What are we doing here? Yeah. And you look at me. We just said we went inside to look at the art on the walls on the, at the show. You think that, and look at me as a person, I'm going to go into corporate storytelling. Use your fucking brain. Also, just um, briefly to interject, I did not know, and still do not, um, I don't really know what that is. No, me either. Okay, me either. <laughs> I think it's the moth? I don't know. Yeah, it's, what it's, are you talking it's, about? It's, it's going to a retreat and you say, everyone has a story. I don't know. I don't know. Let, I don't let's know. tell the story of this It's company. just when you say, I used to get change out of the John's pockets for my Hershey's I, bar. I think it's a TED Talk. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> I think yeah. it's a TED Talk. Anyways, that's just to say, like, that's like... How how dare you approach me without any sort of, like, you ha have something in mind when you speak to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's like, what are we just going to maybe become friends of? Like, what's going on here? Small talk me and not buy me a beer or ask me my name. Go fuck yourself. Right. You crazy. And You're we're strange. outside in the rain. I hate you. You're strange. Anyways. Okay, it wasn't really that bad, but <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, he was actually pretty nice. <laughs> He's actually really nice. Um, anyways, all right, our topic this week: breaking news. Breaking news. Actually, I was kind of even though I, but I was kind of surprised. I guess like how much people reacted to this. And what is it? Noma closing. <laughs> I mean, I assume everyone that, knows that's what we're talking about this week. Well, yeah, but there might be some people who don't follow our Instagram story every... <laughs> every second of the day. <laughs> no, but uh, I just mean it's the big... This is the big... It's a, Yeah, we haven't done a breaking news in a while, but... Yeah. Yes, and yeah, it's very much like... like uh, you know, the, the shot in old movies where the newspaper is like twirling? Like it's yeah. like... And then it's in the headline, and then it's like you see it being thrown onto a stack... And driven to a fucking stand. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening right now across the country with mm -hmm. Noma closing. It's like D Day or whatever, yes. basically. Um, is D Day Pearl Harbor? No. The opposite. It's kind of the opposite. D Day <laughs> is storming the beaches at Normandy. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. And then, <laughs> right, and then, right. It's yeah. the bookend. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's more so like the segue, I would say. Like it's kind of the it's it, it's the two towers for my Lord of the Rings. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Or your your nine eleven, if you will. Okay, <laughs> right. I see. So. It is the nine eleven sort of segueing us from history being over to history kind of kicking back off. It's in the nine eleven in that sense. Right, beaches, beaches of Normandy. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. <clears throat> What were we talking about? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. It's so distracted by sort of like the the history washing over me. Um, Noma is closing. And this is part of history, too. Um, Noma is closing. Um, uh, we just practiced saying his name. Rene Rizepi? Rizepi? Rizepi. I'm going to say Rizepi. Um, is the chef there. And he announced, he did an interview with the Times, which is also... Um, is a fascinating, his sense of history is fascinating to me that he kind of chose <laughs> to break the news this way. Much like Lillian's, <laughs> yeah. Rene Rizepi. Um, he <laughs> was like, it's unsustainable to have this restaurant and we're going to be like, he said we're going into corporate storytelling. He was like, we're going to have it as <laughs> yeah. like a development space or something. It's like, the money, yeah, the VC shit. It's going to be like a Think Lab fucking pop-up, like, experience. It's like, okay, we get it. We see exactly what this is, yeah. Oh, of course. <sighs> You're going to do small dinners for billionaires. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. but yeah, like, and a big part of the article and definitely what kind of caught people's eye was, Basically, that for a long time, Noma has relied on stages, on unpaid interns to do a lot of the more um, 
like fiddly work because they have all these like very intricate platings. Like one of the things that they cited was they make these um, like jelly beetles for every mm-hmm. person. And it's like, was one girl's job for three months just to make 120 jelly beetles a day. Couldn't laugh. And then that headline had me fucking screaming. It was like, like I laughed. I, hey, I would have been out at Noma. I, <laughs> I was like, we were, I was looking at obviously like articles for this episode and it, it's grabbed from like various, you know, it's like an aggregate, but it's, yeah. it's just says, this is the headline. It's like so insanely written, but all of the facts are so hilarious that it's like an onion. It, it, it's incredible. It says a former Noma intern at the $500 a person restaurant said she was forbidden to laugh and paid nothing to assemble beetles out of fruit leather in silence. <laughs> it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. I'm like, How, what are they teaching these kids at journalism school? <laughs> like, what is this? Right. What you have to do to build a headline is imagine Christian Bale shouting it. <laughs> With a little cap on. So imagine <laughs> Christian Bale at this point going, it is. That Read is all it is. about it. Unpaid intern. Forced to make <laughs> beetles in silence. <laughs> it's exactly it. It is the spinning newspaper onto the stand. Exactly. And now it's this. Wow. Um, Damn. Yes. So that obviously kind of got people's, got people's eyes. But so Noma, a big thing is that they, in... October of 2020, like very recently, October 2022, we're like, we're going to pay all our interns. Everyone who does a stage is going to get paid. And they said it added, which is like, okay, so you really were doing a lot of, because it's not like they're making a ton of money, these stages now. It added $50,000 a month to their labor cost. Yeah. And I'm sure those people are getting paid a pittance. Yes. So, yeah, and then it's just so funny because then to turn around and be like, it's simply unsustainable, like, we just wouldn't know how to, it's like, yeah, well. (laughs) Yeah, and, and, and like, I'm not a fine dining expert or anything, but just for context for people who may know even less than I do, which is, like, shocking because of the, just the recent D-Day situation. Um, Remember when I said this was like my prime thinking hour? Okay, scratch <laughs> that. Um, uh, no, but so so Noma is like two two thousand three founded and has just been cited as like being a extremely overwhelmingly influential restaurant across the globe. New Nordic cuisine. It's like just it's just a it's a. a cultural force and phenomenon and so it's like one best restaurant in the entire world like seven times like made up awards that don't matter and aren't real but just like that's the level of like you know it's it's ubiquitous it's like everybody references it without referencing it and yeah anyway just uh, yeah for like the context is people think that it and people talk about it to say like fine dining before noma was all about this sort of like um kind of monolithic luxury foie gras, caviar, Mm -hmm. you know, truffles, whatever. And he changed, he like changed the view of what fine dining could be because he foraged all these like local ingredients and had like heavy reliance on, um, like indigenous food preparation techniques and indigenous to, to, um, wherever the Copenhagen, Copenhagen. Um, and, so it like did like it Denver? brought culture to where it is now in that sense. Yes. Yeah. So just like it, it is a big deal in that sense. Yeah. And then also the stage, uh, <clears throat> system, I don't know, program. Yeah, tradition, uh, I uh, yeah. I mean, it, I guess it is tradition. Right. But it's, uh, has been like, it's it's infamous and it's like this thing that people uh, make fun of in certain circles and it's prestigious and all that. But it is an unspoken like people have known for twenty years that it's fucking 
not legit as in like you don't actually get this special experience you get to do you get to pick time for three months for no money and it's on your resume right which yes opens a door sure depending on who you are if you can fucking take it um but it's such a small scene uh in in that city and it's like everyone is connected. I read, so it was like, everyone's connected to Noma in some way. And so yeah. it's just like this, this web where it's like, no one could say anything negative or you'd be blacklisted at any of the restaurants because everyone has a part in it. Right. It's just, it's, it's like a, a company very, town at a certain Exactly. Point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the focus on this, on this chef and folks, you might guess, what a what a guy he is. Um, it's it is so interesting when people and look, we all have slips. We're not nobody's totally self aware into like you know we all do stuff where people are like um you know okay. Yeah. But when you're a high like high powered men who make insane slips, that I'm like uh it, it's so fascinating to me because i'm just like i don't know it just for me i'm like wouldn't you know better but they just obviously don't and it's like they know even less than the average person because they've been you know put on this pedestal but it's so fucking crazy the no. shit they say it's crazy it always reminds me of like um there's a when Lindsay lohan is trying to get sober and she does do you remember her show with oprah and it's like, that's where like, let's celebrate that. Yes, comes from. yes, yes, yes. There's um, a scene in that when Oprah says, are you a cocaine addict? And Lindsay goes, no, I'm not a cocaine addict. I've only done cocaine like 10 to 15 times. And it's like a perfect cocaine addict's answer because it's like, that's what she thinks is like the normal amount. Normal. That's She's like, normal. any American person has done cocaine 10 to 15 times. That's the normal amount of cocaine doing. And it's yeah. like, not even close, sister. No. And that's no. like, yes, all men speaking all the time are essentially saying, I've done cocaine 10 to 15 times. Yeah. A hundred. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Perfect reference. I agree. And I think, I mean, I don't know. Like, culturally, like, I guess... I guess he's in a similar, like, I don't know. It, it's like, because I, I'm, I wasn't in fine dining, you know, really ever. Uh, but like, is he, as a chef, he's held to the same sort of, like, is he of the same stature as, as like people in the U S like U S chefs? Yeah. I mean, I would say even higher. I mean, like, I guess I'm, I'm not, I'm trying to, I'm, it's not coming out what I really want to say. I guess I'm just trying, I think like personality wise, like I know he's written books and he's influential yeah. and I'm trying to say like person, like on a personal, like branding level, I'm just trying to like. I think so because I was reading an article, Adam Platt, who used to be the critic yeah. for the food critic for um, New York magazine was writing who I really enjoy Adam Platt's writing. And he was saying like in this, that he was like, I don't really get down with this guy. I don't really get down with even like this type of guy. Like yeah. the, the self mythologizing, you know, chef. But yep. he was saying that especially like what Red, Z what Red Zeppi, um, what Red he Zeppi, does yeah. with um, vegetables, like people get really psyched about it and he's he's talking about going to Noma with he essentially is like they're like deadheads but for Noma mm -hmm, and they'll like mm -hmm. go to any Noma thing the restaurants that the people who worked at Noma open yeah um, right of course yeah. that it's like it is like he himself is a cult of personality and then people like become devotees right no I guess that makes sense I just I guess I just had, didn't have I a mean, vision me, of him in yeah, my mind. He's, like, he's not like a, I don't know, like even, yeah, like a Gabrielle Hamilton to me is right, more. Right, right. But I, I mean, I'm sure if we were in Europe or especially in Copenhagen, we would have a different. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, back to the corporate storytelling, I saw a picture of him with like, you know, one of those tiny, tiny, little, like, tiny mics. And I'm like, 
if you ever find yourself in a position where you have a tiny mic on your face, you've gone astray. Something's wrong. You've right. taken a wrong path. N- nobody should have that tiny mic unless you are performing at Music the Grammys man. or something. Mm-hmm. Honestly, maybe the MTV award, you know, awards. Yeah, but for sure. anyways, just or saying. just a, yeah, I, I what I was thinking of is. This to me is very like community theater production of the Music Man, like the visible, oh. um, like flesh toned, yeah. you know. Yep, yep. You're you're the um, you're the narrator of our town, basically. <laughs> yeah, and not in a good way. And it's by the way, in a good way, not in a good. And we know that Lillian loves our town. Look, as Mrs. Gibbs in our town, <laughs> I have a unique perspective on this I have particular a unique perspective. play. Um, the guy who was in love with me was the narrator, was the stage manager, I mean, that's what it's called. Anyways. The narrator of, I don't know. The drama within the drama within the drama that was my high school life as a thespian. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. Um, so yeah, this fucking prick, Rosepi, um, and look folks, you can imagine this is what I think. Okay. Obviously it's just, obviously it's easier to close all this shit down and say you're pivoting because you're too noble because it's, because it's, it's actually, this is actually a crazy model that exploits people. And if we wanted to do it the right way, we just couldn't. And it's like, Oh wow. Like he's amazing. Like it's much easier to do that than to like, obviously reckon with like what everyone is fucking talking about right now and the reality of our fucking world. And so we all can see that that's what's going on. Also, I actually think, I think there's like some stuff coming out. Oh, for sure. Well, I saw someone on Twitter and I don't, I just clicked past it. I didn't even like, didn't even throw a like, um, wow. but someone was like, actually the nail in the coffin for Noma was the expose of Lumi Islands. Yeah. Because that guy is a Noma guy. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And they were like, it's not that. And it's not even necessarily that we're going to find anything out because like you say, like it's such a tightly held yeah. um, community over there. Like we might not even find out anything specific about Noma and nothing might be coming out, but it's like the legacy that it has spent 20 years spreading is so fucking toxic. Yeah. And Every if every other place is gonna be exposed, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's like burning down the. Well, I really was about to dive into something I was not prepared to actually go through with. Oh my gosh! I was gonna make like a beehive analogy, but then I was like, "Is that what happens?" I, folks, I know. I was I was trying to think of like something. I was like, "What do you do? Like you're smoking them out. It's a siege." Exactly. I was trying to fig- I was like, trying to figure something out. I really need to hit the books, guys. I'm blowing it this episode. Um. So a couple of things I think we should touch on before we leave your ears is uh, in an issue of Lucky Peach. Which already problematic. Yeah. (laughs) So already a red flag. Um, He wrote, Rosepi wrote uh, basically like, uh, if anyone has anything to say about me, I've already said it about myself first. Um, yes. Also, I think very interestingly in it's the issue of lucky peach. Like they had like thematic issues when it was in its run and it was like the fantasy issue. Yes. And he's talking about anyway. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. Just, he's talking about like, um, anger and the use of anger and violence and bullying in his kitchen and how he's fucked up with it in the past, but now he's on a path to repair. He's a girl dad. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I don't just yeah. contact being like, and my fantasy is a world where I don't yell. It's the things that he admits to we know are uh, like a part, a tiny part of the fucking puzzle. Right. Like 
And the tip of the very top tip of the iceberg, like what you would admit to in Lucky Peach is not the worst thing you've ever done in your life, obviously, as a chef. So it's like, it's already heinous what he's saying. Like, and then I pulled this young girl from Colombia who wasn't making any money in the hallway and I screamed at her. And I'm like, you did something so much worse than that that you won't like that you'll never tell. Right. Right. So like, it's already awful what you're saying. And then talking about, he has this one line where he's like, this is the only, this, it's like an abuser. I mean, again, I hate to like, but it is the same exact. He's like, this is the only way I was taught. I would, I, I grew up being abused. And so that's the only, you know, and it's like, yes, that's real. And yes, I do have sympathy for like people in family systems who get fucking abused. This is you at work. This is you, this is not the same fucking thing. So don't use that language because you're insane. And like, you can say that that's what happened to you. And then, but that's not an excuse, obviously fucking idiot. So then he's like, I can't say that it didn't work for a time. Noma has succeeded beyond whatever I could have imagined for it because of his talk. Like he's saying like, because I was able to do this, this is why we're successful. Right. And then in the next sentence he says, And concurrently, the cooking profession has been lifted out of the blue collar into something extraordinary. The level of respect that cooking and cooks receive is really astounding in this whole thing. And I'm just like, (sighs) what the fuck are you talking about? I just, it's, there's a lot going on there, dude. And (laughs) like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's, It's all so grotesque and like, just same thing with celebrities. Don't fucking say anything. Don't right. say anything. Shut your fucking mouth. This is worse than if you not saying anything. I guarantee it. You're insane. It's really crazy. It's like, oh God, it's so insane. Yeah. And him, I don't know. There's something about like specifically him being like, it's lifted out of the blue collar. I was raised in this tradition. You know he has some crazy ideas about uh, like men and virility mm-hmm. and class and brutes. And you know there's something untoward going on there. I've seen his little mushy face. That's why he's so forgettable. He's not like a... Right. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into my views of masculinity, but... Anyways. Agree. Yeah. He's a psychotic. And I will say, I wish I could find this in my flurry of internet research, the exact line, but I just want, I reveal this on air reveal to Kelly that he wrote in one of his books. I want, I'm forgetting the exact one. It was either the one about like his childhood or like whatever the fuck, but it was around the same time. Uh, and he dedicated it to Nelson Mandela. I did see that the book was like <laughs> was was published by the Mandela Foundation or something. And I was like, how did he get in it? I like keep Mandela's name out of your mouth. You are so like, crazy. What for the that fuck fun. are you talking about? At least dedicate it to Gandhi, okay? I At mean, least you know, <laughs> then then you're in bed with you know a real creep. I mean, um, or have a fucking, fucking tribunal, like have a fucking tribunal. You should be put on stage and everyone like sits around and says all the horrible things that you've done. Okay. So I just style. think that, and I, it's interesting. Like, I think we've talked about Daniel Hume on this podcast as well, who is another chef at 11 Madison park, who's very similar mm-hmm kind of story to Noma of like number one restaurant in the world, hyper competitive, influenced all of the restaurants in the country, da, 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 everything. And he also had like a, a big thing. And, and both of them are like explicitly like, yeah, I've been to therapy and I'm like <laughs> learning to deal with this anger. And it's like, you clearly entered this profession, whether consciously or unconsciously, because you thought it was an outlet for the, you thought it was a socially safe space to express that level of violent anger. And now you're pissed 
that you cannot do that and you are pissed that you have to like neuter yourself and, you know, censor yourself. And so you like enjoy this prostration because I think they think that they're, I mean, I think it is abuser logic where you're like, I'm the smartest person in the fucking room. And, and a lot of times when abusers are repenting, they're literally laughing at you and they're literally like, I can't believe these people are so stupid that they think that I'm changed. And that's how I read those things, I guess. And that's like when he's saying stuff like it was blue collar. Like, it's like, you're so fucking condescending and I know what you think you are. And (sighs) it's lame. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And to bring Nelson Mandela into it. How dare you? And to think. You should have dedicated it to that. um, Remember, remember her at the Mandela funeral, the the, like sign language (laughs) translator who it turned out was just making stuff up. (laughs) Remember her? (laughs) Oh my God. She was the original. She was the fucking blueprint. Oh my God. That would be so funny if his book was dedicated to her. He's like, I've learned so much along the way. Shout out to God. All right, I gotta look her up. Yeah, what you up to now? Icon. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? Like sexually, what happens to these guys? I don't know. Like it could go so many ways. Yeah, it really. They're they're so disgusting. You know how like when someone repulses you so much that you have to think about them sexually. Yeah. As in like, I'm like, what kind of freak are you? You disgusting ghoul. Yeah. But I don't want to think about it anymore. So I'm just throwing it out there. Now it's in your heads and you give me the answer. Um, (laughs) um, anyways. All right. Well, R.I.P. R.I.P. and much to consider. <laughs> I mean, it will be so, like, ultimately whatever happens will be so obviously lame that I bet you that itself will help destroy the legacy of Noma. A hundred percent. And also, like, something that is just simply, like, kind of being ignored about it is, like, it's an incredibly past set. It's like, yeah, this restaurant is 20 years old. And so it's yeah. like... It's not the Vanguard anymore, and so it should shut down because nobody or just change reindeer like, dick. Yeah, like it's like why, why do you think that you will be able to do the same stuff now that you were doing then? And it's like, of course, it's unsustainable to have the same restaurant that you had even ten years ago. It's like, yeah, like, you need bro. to evolve. Go but, fucking play with your kids. I don't know, but that evolution isn't like particularly newsworthy. It's just like that's how the fucking world works. <sighs> yeah, no, I just, I mean, it's just that classic thing. It's like, just couldn't be me. If I were so fucking rich and famous, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to like do some watercolors and kind of just like get some nice sweaters. And I'm not going to worry about a big project. You know, I don't know. I'm just like, let's just take chill. I don't know. Chill, it's, yeah. just, it's just weird to me. Oh, for Anyways. sure. It's like, just, <sighs> yeah, I would just be like, okay, cool. Just shut it down. Like, there's no reason no, to keep. Totally shut keep, it down. I guess it's like else. the world is going to evolve and you can not like, you can just be like, okay, I'm done. I've, I've oh my said God. my piece. Write another book, be consult on some fucking screenplays, do a press sure. tour. I mean, you can still be in the public eye and be get all the fucking ego fucking feeding you need without fucking doing a think tank gastro pop-up space or whatever the fuck. It's like, oh god. Anyways. It's so lame. And it's also like such a testimony to like how money does, you know, to, 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 um, venerate the blue collar. Um, like how once you have like the money and the power and the things you're striving for, like 
it is really hard to um, ever be in the vanguard again because it's mm-hmm. like now you're part of the elite and you're inherently like conservative because you want to yeah. be holding on to what brought you there in the first place and other people are taking it and running with it. And I mean, like, I think, and again, it's like, if you were really interested in changing your relationship to this space and you're saying this is unsustainable, both on the, like the back end, the labor practices, the cost, da, 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 and it's not like good for the clients because like it's such rarefied air and da, 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 da. It's like there are chefs who give back their Michelin stars. There are chefs who completely change their restaurants who say, okay, like what clientele am I trying to serve? So I'm not going to charge $900 for a tasting menu. So I'm going to sell right. yeah. $24. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, it's, I don't know. That's why it's like, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're saying I'm like this, this is over, but you obviously want people to still like, also, you could just start a new... Fo- so lame. Just so lame. I, yes. Obviously, none of these people actually give a shit about anything important or that benefits somebody other than themselves and their investors. It's like you could say, I left it up to my employees, and now they get to decide how they want to run this restaurant right. if they wanted it at all, or whatever. Like, you know, whatever. But, yeah, no, obviously. Oh, God. And that's why we have this very successful podcast. <laughs> yeah, so true. And we'll never change. Um, I'm bought on boss, baby. Exactly. All right. Well, I have to go back to my life, everybody. But thanks for listening. We love you. We love you. And um, newsletter this week. Yeah. Newsletter this week. Correct. And um, yeah. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye bye.